0: The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com, slash WinBet, at sportsgamblingpodcast.com, slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. Yes, sir. We are back with another edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No me, no the voice, no the guy. It's me, really real, villain, real, it's Furman Jr. at your service. It's a Friday in the association. Got my guy, Scott Studio, right? Show with me, Scott. What's going on?
1: Eh, nothing much. Bit of a quiet Friday. I know you're used to seeing a bunch of games. We have, yeah. I believe, five. So, you know, still a lot of money be made. So, you know, we don't really discriminate between five-game slates, 10-game slates, 15-game slates. You know, we're going to cover the entire show, uh, the entire uh, slate just on the show. But either way, uh, I know that yesterday, Munaf and I did pretty well. Ended up losing the lock, though. I had two player props. I had Zubak double-double as my lock, which didn't get there because of foul trouble. I ended up winning the dog, though, with Garland uh, over one and a half steals at plus 140, which was never in doubt. I should have given out a side because I ended up sweeping the board on the sides, got every game right from the side. So I went six for six there, which was nice. Totals were kind of hit or miss. But either way, anytime you sweep an NBA game on the sides, you had a pretty good day. And hopefully that carries over into Friday. How was your Thursday?
0: Yeah, Thursday was – college basketball was great. Swept the board of college basketball. I was on a bunch of, you know, little schools, uh guys coming off losses, home losses, away losses, get, being home favorites. So that was a system match for me. Uh Sac State got there. Uh Tarleton got there on the money line. Uh Who else got there? Wright State got there. Like, it's just a number of places. So college basketball was great, but – oh, man. I – sometimes intel is just too good sometimes a spot is just too good like way too good that it just doesn't happen because phoenix was seven and three ats in the first half their last 10 games dallas was one and nine so on that alone i was like oh i'm good i'm golden that looks like a pretty good spot phoenix is at home too like this is you know great spot luka goes down the first three minutes i'm like dang that sucks I mean not for my bet, but that sucks. No, it did suck for my bet. It was terrible. The maps played amazing after that.
1: Uh Dimwitty with 36-6 uh 6 and 9. He was really, really good. Finney Smith had 18 and 12. He was good as well. I feel like the real story, because it's a lot easier, you know, to roast people, people or it's more fun that way. Uh, Aiton had himself one of the least impressive 19 and 20 games I've ever seen. Yeah, Uh,
0: he missed every single hook shot that he shot last night. Oh, he was horrible. Every single hook shot.
1: You look at the stats and go 19 and 20, not too bad. And then you realize he went six for 20. And pretty much every shot he took was inside five feet. Yes, and no,
0: he was like straight up bricking. There was sometimes he stepped out from three and shot an ugly shot from three. It made. like every time I watched him offensively in that game, I just sat there and thought, man, DeAndre Ayton is really not him. Like he's really not him. He He's just he's just a guy, but he's definitely not him.
1: Yeah, he's definitely not. And I thought he looked incredibly soft throughout the entire game. He was shying away from contact. He was afraid to really go up for rebounds late in the game. If you rewatch the uh, missed free throw there by – I'm trying to remember who missed the free throw. The one that Powell got the offensive rebound on with like less than 10 seconds left. I forgot who missed the free throw. Bolt Was it Bullock who missed the second free throw? I'm trying to remember mm, who missed. But the point is, is that Dallas had two free throws to – I don't want to say ice the game, but to mostly ice the game – and they went one and one. They, made, they went one and one, except for the fact that the ball was loose, and Aiden kind of alligator armed it, and it ended up kind of bouncing off his hands. And Pal got the rebound, and it was Bullock actually. And then you ended up seeing Aiden commit the foul afterwards, but Pal made both free throws. The game was over. But in the biggest moment, when your twenty rebound guy is going for a rebound, and he alligator arms it, it kind of tells you all you need to know about Aiden. He's a relatively soft player. And that's been an issue that a lot of people have had with him for years, but it's one of those games where the box score doesn't tell the story. I thought Aiton was horrible. I think most people thought Aiton was horrible last night.
0: No way you You think he had a good game. There's no way you watch that game. You think think he had a great matchup, and that's why his numbers were so good. 20 rebounds, that's really good. But when you you see literally nobody going for rebounds and he's just the only person standing there with the ball in his hand, like you're less impressed at that. But it's just more of the fact of offensively, he looked absolutely terrible. Like he looked atrocious offensively. He should have had a 40-point game. Like he definitely should have had a 40-point game. Yeah, Some of the shots were were easy. Like It wasn't even like somebody was in his face contesting him all the time. He had the size. He had the leverage. He had the shot. He just couldn't get the ball in the basket.
1: Yeah, I really have nothing more to add from that game. It was a pretty ugly basketball game, which isn't too surprising. But Chris Paul was good. He had 22 and 10. Chris Paul gave you 22. I feel like you should probably win that game in 2023. But either way, Woody was great. He carried the team after Luca got hurt. And that's kind of the story. But I feel like since we you brought up the nationally televised game, we should talk about the earlier nationally televised game, which was the overtime game between the Knicks and the Celtics. was a hell of a game. You saw that the, the uh, Knicks once again blow a lead with Thibodeau in the final couple minutes, but they did mm-hmm. rally to win the game in overtime, mostly because of just Tatum and everybody bricking every shot in overtime. I believe Tatum was 0 for 6 in overtime. Brogdon missed a wide-open three at some point there. Jalen Brown bricked the two free throws, which could have Uh tied the game or even given them the lead. What really jumped out to you for the Knicks game? Because there were a lot of bad, which we saw, which we've seen several times before involving the Knicks blowing leads late, but they rallied and they won the game. So Uh that's really the most important part. So what was your main takeaway from that
0: game? That the Boston Celtics are beatable. Let the Boston okay. Celtics are beatable. And there's a lot of people, and you'll see them on social media, you'll see them listening to whatever podcast you listen to, that are going to sit here and say that they do not see anybody that is able to beat Boston in a seven-game series. No, I actually see a lot of teams that I think have a chance against Boston in a seven-game series. Now, do I think Boston is beating majority of those teams? Yes. Do I think that they're a layup to just walk back into the finals? No, absolutely not been trying to tell people stop letting steph curry and lebron get y'all twisted like stop letting them stop letting the warriors and lebron get y'all twisted everybody can't go back to back to back in the finals like everybody can't keep going and making finals appearances that's just not how the nba works there are certain players certain teams that 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 can do that that's not how the nba works like you just don't go back to back to back all these years
1: yeah, definitely true. The Celtics are a team that I have some stake in, not to win the title, but I did bet on Missoula to win Coach of the Year several months ago, and he's the favorite. Guy's not a good coach. I'm just gonna go on record and say it. Like I, I know that it, uh, it's a lot of it's narrative based. I, I
0: mean, I said it. I said that he just he's gonna get it because he has a great team.
1: I'm not even sure if he's going to get it, but every every coach that's around him also slumping. Mike Brown was the recent name of the week, and his team got destroyed by Toronto. You had, um, I'm trying to remember who else was an option there. You had a uh,
0: Memphis uh, coach, freaking Hardy. Coach. Hardy and uh, Utah was there for a little bit. He was there for a bit. You see where Utah? Yeah, Bickerstaff
1: was there for a bit. Cleveland struggled. I'm drawing a blank on what the hell the coach's name is for uh, for the Grizzlies. I'm drawing. I'm drawing a blank. On oh, what uh, the name Taylor. Thank um, you.
0: Yeah. It's so, not Chris Taylor. It's something else, but it's Taylor. No,
1: but the point is is that uh, his name was mentioned for a bit there. Then they lost about four in a row. So it seems like you're re- it was Taylor Jenkins. So, yeah,
0: I knew it was Taylor something. There yeah.
1: we go. I was going to say uh, Jaeger, but he was the one who got fired a couple
0: no, years No, Chris ago. Finch, that's who he's playing against. That's what I was thinking of. Chris Finch oh, okay. is who he's playing against today. We'll talk about that game a little later. point but yeah, is, no. is that
1: there's, there's really no coach that's run away with it, so I kind of just assumed with the narrative of – well, you know, they fired their coach, and then he filled in on short notice. You know, you figure the narrative's there. Boston's going to win 60-something games. It's good here. enough to win the award. But if you watch Boston late in game, they're they're horrible late in games. They're really, really bad. And they just refuse to call timeouts before the final possession on a game-in, game-out basis. They got a good look with Tatum. He missed the mid-range jumper. Grimes wanted no part of him in the final drive, but the final possession there. But Tatum <laughs> bricked it anyway. But I just see Boston being a team that constantly falls apart late in games, and I feel like that's why they're definitely to be had. I mean, didn't we say that last
0: year? We said we that did, last but year. they overcame like it anyway. Yeah, it's, they never they, – I mean, they didn't even overcome it last year. Like, yeah. they, they were constantly doing that even when they had that tremendous run at the end of the season. They were still constantly giving up, you know, covers and all that stuff late in games.
1: And it's why they lost the NBA Finals because the legacy game for Curry when he went off in Boston – Uh, to win that game, Boston led in the fourth quarter, and they still punted the game because they couldn't generate any easy scores late in the fourth, and, Mm -hmm. you know, Thibodeau outdid him to end regulation, but you saw in overtime a lot of really ugly possessions for the Celtics, and that's why they lost the game. Plus, I'll give a shout-out, even though he was horrible for most of the game, I'll give a shout-out to R.J. Barrett. He was really bad, oh, but he, he made the three-pointer when he needed to in overtime, and that was the go-ahead winner. And then he also made both free throws after Brown bricked both. So I'm not a Barrett guy, but shout-out to him because he made the big shots when you needed to or when they needed him to. But my main takeaway, I don't think Missoula's a great coach. He's favored to win Coach of the Year because there's really not any other guys who should be favored over him right now. I'm just saying... I wouldn't vote for him right now, but I hope he wins because I have money on him to win coach of the year. Do you have anything else you want to add? Because I don't think he's a great
0: coach. No, I mean, I I told you, I think that I could go give my 10-year-old sister this team and she could coach them to 30 wins. Like, this team is just good. Like, that's that's really just it. I don't think that it's anything that's going to propel them in the playoffs. I don't think they have a coaching edge of any matter. I don't think they have a coaching disadvantage of any matter. I just think that this team literally does it themselves. Like They are that good.
1: Yeah, uh, in terms of talent, that is true. The only concerns that are, I'd say, differing from last year to this year with the overall talent, is Al Horford Cooked?
0: Yes, I mean, I, I, we
1: do this. Yes. I, I know, but I'm saying last year, would you argue he wasn't? Because his offense wasn't no, great I, last year. No,
0: I think he was just a veteran player. I, I did say Al Horford was cooked, but he's, he's just – He's a,
1: playing so many minutes and he gives them nothing offensively. I, I feel like that's going to be a serious problem. In the veteran, just,
0: just veteranship, the ability to defend without fouling. And that you know that time in the league, like that's really all it is. But he's not your ma- your rebounder. That's what Robert Williams is for. He's not your main defender. He's a he's a solid defender. He's not your main defender. He's just really a veteran guy on that squad that they really like. And for some reason, they only win games with him in the lineup. So he's like the Gordon Hayward of Charlotte.
1: <laughs> uh, well, uh, I was trying to think of a good comparison for him, and I was trying to think of his overall role. I can't call him Ben Simmons. <laughs> But he Whoa. he's kind of like this squad's PJ Tucker. You know, he's gonna stand I in the guess. corner of the entire game. He'll he's take the best matchup. He'll
0: take the best matchup defensively if he needs to.
1: It's mostly just him standing in the corner the entire time offensively and yet being the glue guy for the team. So that's kind of my comparison. Al Horford turned into PJ Tucker. That's kind of what his role is on this team, which you probably want more of an offensive role but he can't play a bigger offensive role because I think that he's just totally cooked physically. So that's kind of how I look at the Celtics, but good win for the Knicks. I know on v I gave out the Knicks plus eight because the Knicks have given the Celtics problems for years. And I thought that that spread was way too high. And the Knicks came through. You have Mm -hmm. any other takeaways uh, from yesterday's action or that was kind of it?
0: No, from the action, we'll just go ahead and touch on All-Star real quick. All-Star voting results have came back and you do know the starters on both sides for the Western Conference, LeBron James is going to be the team captain, of course. Uh, number one in the fan rank, number two in the player rank, and media rank. Jok- Jokic got media number one. Of course, he got the media number one. And player number one. And he, you have Jokic, LeBron, and Zion Williamson. Zion, fourth in fan voting, fourth in media voting, third in player voting. He is going to be an all-star starter this year. In the backcourt, you have Steph Curry, Luka Doncic. no questions there. However, Ja and SGA were unanimous third and fourth respectively. All three voting entities picked them third and fourth respectively. I don't think I've seen somebody be unanimous like that. I, think so it's I, always- just, want, I just want to ask you based on going through the starters. Hold up real quick. Let me go through the East okay. first. All right. Eastern Conference, you have Giannis as the team captain. Number one in the player rank, number one in the fan rank, number two in the media rank. Kevin Durant, number two, second in fan rank, second in player rank, fourth in media rank. That's also not surprising. The media just hates on Kevin Durant for no reason, I think. Uh Jason Tatum, number one in the media rank. He is rounds out that front court. And then you have Kyrie Irving and Donovan Mitchell as the sec. First of all, just go ahead and get your Donovan Mitchell. All star MVP bets in now. Like just get that in now. A hundred percent. Uh Donovan Mitchell, second in player voting, second in fan voting, number one in the media. Kyrie, number four in the media as well. Again, media Brooklyn don't mix. All right, Scott. Thoughts on Eastern Conference, Western Conference, or the question you were going to ask, whatever it was.
1: My question was, how deep do you want to go on this? Because it doesn't exactly lead to anything immediate. We're going to end up talking about the All-Star game in a couple of weeks anyway. But how deep do you want to go? Because I have some questions about some. No,
0: I definitely use this in my handicap today. A hundred percent a hundred percent use this in my hand just for today. a
1: chip on the shoulder of some guys that might yeah
0: oh yeah there's some I mean th- there are quote-unquote snubs there yeah. are quote-unquote snubs on this list Joel Embiid is not a starter yeah again that I mean but it's crazy because I can't be too mad that he's not a starter because well, if, if you look real, at he, the he, starters, probably, he
1: probably will start because Durant can't play
0: yeah I mean for the most part but still like that's like Besides the point, he wasn't outright voted and for very good reason because you have Giannis, you have Kevin Durant, you have Jason Tatum. I mean, if you get snubbed and I do think that, you know, he deserves to be a starter, but it's like between what Giannis, Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, Kyrie Irving, Donovan Mitchell, who are you taking out? Who are you taking out?
1: Well, it's also an issue with how the thing is designed because you have a designated backcourt. And you have a front court. No, but still, that's what I'm saying. Even I'm if saying you, you ta- even take, even if it's Kyrie positionless. Out or
0: out, no, yeah. no, but even if it's positionless, because people said p- make it positionless. Okay, if it's positionless, who are you taking out? Like, I don't. I can sit here and if you put any version if, of those If it's six,
1: positionless, you're taking out Kyrie or Donovan Mitchell for Embiid. I
0: don't. I don't think. to be real. Conclusion. If you had to take one guy no, out, I don't think, think that's a foregone. I don't think that's a foregone conclusion at all. I think if I looked at this list of six names between Giannis, Durant, Tatum, Embiid, Kyrie, Davin Mitchell, and you put any order of those six in and one person out, I'd be like, eh, alright. Like, For the record,
1: I was shocked Kyrie was a starter. I'm not complaining about it. As a Nets fan, he's been incredible, but I figured with all the Controversy surrounding him and all this—that's why the happening.
0: media. That's why the media has him fourth. The only people that care about that is the media. The fans don't care, and the yep. players don't care because both that was of them went first.
1: That's why I was a bit shocked that he was the starter. I think he's been incredible this year, but I was a bit surprised to see Kyrie's name in the starting lineup. But MB it is extremely unlucky for accolades. He would have won MVP about eighty percent of the time, and Jokic happened. So, you know, sucks for Embiid, and now he's not starting. It's not going to matter because he will be starting at the end because uh, KD can't play. But it's still definitely going to, I'd say, be annoying to him emotionally, and we'll see how he handles it. But I do want to ask you about the Western Conference because there's two, I'd say, discussions to be had. Well,
0: real quick, quick to the, quick note on the Eastern Conference before we move on. We've been saying this for years. Players hate Trey Young. Players hate Trey Young. They do not like Treyoung's game at all.
1: Well, I don't think he should be a starter or anything like that. Either. No,
0: but I'm saying, you, but you can see how low, like how low he got, ranked, right? 12th by the players. That's all I'm just, I just needed this confirmation so everybody can see that the players actually really do hate Trey Young. Like they do not like him as a player. 12th is insane. Like they don't I, like. I him.
1: can't even argue with it though because I don't, I don't even think Trae Young's been that good this year. And I know it sounds crazy because he's averaging north of twenty-seven points, and he's averaging roughly ten assists per game. But it's
0: how he gets those points that the players don't like. Like it's the cheap fouls, the all yeah, this he, other stuff. He's like a massive hate, high volume guy. They hate guy. his game. He's
1: he's shooting thirty-one point eight percent from three. He's been horrible in terms of efficiency, and he's averaging over four turnovers a game. I, I think Trae Young has not been particularly good this year, despite averaging roughly twenty-seven and ten. Man. At no point looking at the actual votes that I think to myself, why is Trey Young
0: not in the top five, top ten? At no point did that pop Oh, out. no, I definitely didn't think of it, but I was just looking at the votes, and you see, it's so, like, you can see it clear as day. The fan voting, fifth, media rank, sixth, player rank, twelfth. It's like, oh, wow. <laughs> the players at twelfth mean they really don't like that. They guy. really don't. Don't like him. Like, they really don't like him. It's people that are not even on his rank, on his list that ha- they have ranked higher than Trey Young. They really don't like him. Shout out to uh, Jalen Brunson. Not getting any love from the fans, but eighth in player rank and ninth
1: in media rank. Shout out to him. He's definitely been great. But I do want to right. ask you. Over uh, to the West, two, like you said. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to spend that much time on it because we do have some games to go through. But the main two question marks in people's minds. First of all, Zion is a starter. Over yeah. Sabonis. Yeah. That's the first one.
0: Yeah, I think about. that's clear. I think that was pretty clear. Because Zion when
1: healthy, was great. The question yeah. is, with the games that he's missed, should he be starting over Sabonis? Because the Kings are, what, third in the West, fourth in the West?
0: I mean, Steph's missed a bunch of games. KD's missed a bunch of games. I don't see any different holding him to a different standard. Well, Steph
1: what was the second one I was going to bring up, or yeah. I was going to start off with uh, Zion versus Sabonis. That was a main question, Mark. The second is Curry starting. Over either Ja or SGA I think Curry, I would have had. You know I think man. I had
0: both of them. I had both of them over Curry. And just I did because too,
1: I wanted SGA to get it.
0: I did. If I'm being I honest. really did. I really did. I think he deserves it. I think he he completely deserves it. He is the catalyst of them actually being in somewhat playoff discussion. Like. I thought it would
1: be Morant because people care more about Morant with the highlights and stuff. And truth be told, no matter how fun Oklahoma City is, their modern NBA fan doesn't give a damn what the hell OKC is doing.
0: Yeah, no, I think that for I think Jaws, just because he hasn't gotten over the mountaintop yet. And we'll talk about this a little later, but they just haven't gotten over the hump like they haven't gotten over the hump. Yeah, so. But SGA, I was just, I was like, man, I really, I felt like I knew, like I knew it was Steph and Luca. There was no way you're getting behind it. But SGA, I was like, oh man. And I mean, even the rankings, like, John's my guy. But SGA's had a better season so, thus far. Like, if had, I was he's, voting he's, for
1: my starters, I would have had SGA, and I would have had Sabonis on there. And I love Zion. I think Zion's an, if if healthy, he's a top ten yeah. player in the league. He's unstoppable. But with the games he's missing, the fact that he hasn't played in a month, I would have had Sabonis on there, personally. I
0: don't think, but I don't think I would have had Sabonis. I would have had. I would. Have, I agree with SG. I don't think I would have had Sabonis. Once
1: though. again, it might not matter because if Zion is not able to play in the All Star game and he might not be able to play, you think
0: they give it? To, you think they give it to Sabonis? I don't think they're going to give it to Sabonis. I think they're going to give it to Laurie.
1: That's a good. That's a good point. I didn't even
0: mention. I the think they I point. think they're going to give it to Lori I really do. I would. I would give it to Lori if if you had a new or maybe you do give it to Sabonis and then that moves Lori in on the team and he just comes off the bench and Sabonis starts. But if I was the NBA with this being in Utah, it's no doubt in my mind if Zion can't go, I'm giving it to Lori. Okay, I mean that's a, that's a fair point. Laurie was, and he deserves guy it. He it's not like on, you're just giving it yeah. because of the hometown edge. Like he actually deserves it. He deserves an All Star start because of what he's doing this year. He really now,
1: does. now. Once it. again, the point is is that Mark and an or Sabonis might start anyway because I'm not sure Zion's going to be healthy for this All Star game. So I'm telling matter, you, I'm
0: having, but I'm having MVP votes. If Laurie moves into a starter, I'm having an MVP vote on Laurie, and I'm having an MVP vote on uh, Donovan Mitchell. I'm going to have tickets on both of them.
1: The point is those, they're worth bringing up. Embiid not being a starter, I wasn't shocked with because despite being incredible last year and being an MVP finalist, he was an all-NBA second-team guy. He, he's been so unlucky with the accolades. No, so the second team so only unlucky. happened
0: because they, it's position and it because he's a center. Like, he's the purest one with center. And who is the center going to is going to uh, – Well,
1: technically you could have had four words. So you could have had Embiid and Jokic in the same first team, but then you're telling Giannis to take a hike and that's not happening. So that's why it was a little bit tricky last year, but it's kind of similar with the all-star game this year where you don't have centers anymore, but you have forwards and guards. So you're Mm -hmm. still having a log jam there in the front court. And Embiid was the odd man out again.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm not. Like, I think what I thought was going to happen is I thought they were just going to say, all right, KD, you missed too much time. And KD's not going to give a fuck because, like, why does KD give a fuck? But I thought they be like, KD, you missed too much time. And, you know, we're throwing Joel in there. But, hey, I'm not tripping.
1: Every time Joel – something that's, like, kind of sketchy with voting comes out with Joel Embiid, I'm just expecting – I'm expecting him to post the – uh generation x video just like every time something happens now you know after what happened with yeah exactly with what happened with durant yeah pretty much I just, i'm just expecting that to be an mb thing where he just responds to anything that goes against him with just the generation x you think you can tell us what to do just that kind of video Um oh yeah oh, he's
0: uh but did I, think it with durant. Play, I think they play saturday yeah. I wish they played tonight. I really wish I like, Oh, especially I'm betting an M forty piece. Yeah, he's one. yeah, he's giving them buckets. Uh, what what do they play Saturday? They play the Nuggets. Oh playing the Nuggets <laughs> oh, is very high. Oh, yes. oh my gosh. Oh, they play the Nuggets so well.
1: Oh, you know M B gonna try to go, go for 40 on you on Oh your he's year.
0: going to try he might get 50. Oh my god. Bet MB. Wow, NBA, bravo, bravo for a three o'clock standalone game on a Saturday, bravo, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, he's giving them 50, he's giving them 50.
1: Oh uh, franchise, we don't care if they win or not. We don't care who win win wins. Not. We don't give a damn we
0: really but, don't care who wins. Oh my God.
1: And and is wow. gonna be in one for a massive game. And you know Jokic can't guard him.
0: So oh my gosh, he's going for 50. He's going for 50.
1: But wow. point is okay. the main takeaways that I had for the All-Star game voting was Curry getting in over SGA or Ja. And it was Zion being a starter over Sabonis or marketing. Those are the main two that i question marks on. I don't know if it, I don't really care, but the players might. And so it's, it's worth keeping in mind for potential extra motivation.
0: I hope Zion doesn't play so Lori can get in. I think Lori really deserves it. That was such a fun surprise. All right. Let's before we get into actual handicapping this slate what people are here for i gotta talk to you about our presenting sponsor the official online sportsbook of sports Gambling podcast network and that is win a bet because they're active in a bunch of states they have live betting they have same game parlays in the win build your own bet system nfl playoffs are here so you can go build your own bet for that game build your own bet with the freaking patrick Mahomes going crazy going back to the super bowl Great on promos, odds, and payouts. Everything here at WinBet. Sign up today. Receive a special offer. Bet $100. Get $100. Limited to state availability. And you can hit the biggest parlay of the week. And you can get a $1,000 free credit. I'm telling you, with that parlay, I'm going to have Joel beat 50-piece in there. So if you think that you're going to hit the longest parlay, you might be wild. Because Joel and his 50-piece will be in that parlay. All right. So much choose from all you have to do is head over to dot com slash winbet. That is sportsgamblingpodcast.com dot com slash W I N N B E T. All subject change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Let's between your order of present state replay the winbet is available. if you or someone you know is a gambling problem, call one 800 522 4700 Uh somebody said how about them bulls? I, I gave out Charlotte up yesterday. Term. I, I hated I
1: hated the spot, but I just I knew I couldn't handle uh and Munov liked the first half that got
0: Yeah, there. we cashed the first half. We cashed the first half very easily, and then they blew it in the second half. Very, very Bulls like behavior. I mean, it's the Bulls versus a sub five hundred team. It was an auto play. Who
1: do you think they're trading? By the way, uh, Levine, Vucevic, both. I don't think they're trading Derozan.
0: I would. I would trade Vucevic. I think him I don't think they. Levine, I don't think this team needs him to space the floor. I really I don't, don't think they need him. floor.
1: if you're asking me who I think will be traded first, I think it's Levine. Based on how the last couple of weeks have transpired and how the fourth quarter uh, I think issues that's a that he's mistake. had, it could be a mistake. I'm just saying, if I had to speculate who gets traded first, I think it's
0: going to be Levine. Honestly, just trade both of them and start over. You guys, they should anything. trade
1: both. I, I just think it's going to be Levine who gets traded first. If I had to guess.
0: All right. We are here on the Friday slate, finally. First game up is the Milwaukee Bucks going to play the Indiana Pacers. Bucks are laying eight and a half here. If I can ever get my screen to actually change back, there we go. Bucks are laying eight and a half 239 and a half is the total injury report for these two teams. And... For the Milwaukee Bucks, we have Giannis is probable. Uh, Beauchamp is questionable. A.J. Green is questionable. Everybody else looks like they're a go. You should see uh, Chris Milton still coming off the bench for right now. No change in that. For the Pacers, oh, boy. Miles Turner is questionable. Andrew Nemhardt is questionable. Aaron Naysmith is questionable. Traveling Queen is questionable. Then you know Tyrese Halliburton is still on the IR. Duarte is probably going to get a start again in this game. Uh let's see here. And TJ McConnell's running things in the point and guard position.
1: Most importantly, you said it before, but you know, Giannis is probably
0: going to play. Yeah, uh, CJ McConnell hasn't gotten his assist prop. just want to throw that out there because he had that triple-double coming in relief, I believe. I'm pretty sure it was a triple-double. It was like a really crazy I, game. I think he was one away. Yeah, no, no, he got it. 18, oh, 12, and it. 10. Okay. Yeah, so in relief of Nemhard and Phoenix, he did get a triple-double, 18, 12, and 10. Came back with 20 and 10. He didn't cash that assist prop, by the way, because the assist prop was eleven and a half for that game. I know because I bet it. And he didn't cash the assist prop last game. Uh, It was it was at ten and a half. I know because I bet it, and he finished with eight. Luckily, the second time I bet the under because I got kind of pissed off the first time. It was that was very emotional betting by me. Uh. Yeah, Pacers suck in the first quarter. Mm. But they're always in it at the end of the game. Or for You the know
1: Giannis part. is going to score at least 12 in the first quarter, maybe more. He's, he's going to kill them in the first quarter.
0: Yeah, and whether it's rebounding or something, he, they're they're probably going to get slammed in the first quarter. It's just what adjustments do they make? And honestly, it just takes time for that offense to get going because now you got to wait for their best offensive player to come off the bench.
1: Mm-hmm. I can't believe Matt well, isn't starting yet, but
0: whatever. No, he. I mean, he was starting for a few games. It just didn't work out for him. Like he, yeah, his production, his production actually went. I think it went down when he was starting. It the then, efficiency.
1: He he, was, he really just had a hard time hitting a three when he became a starter, and now he's kind of yeah. gotten back into rhythm.
0: Back. Yeah, on the bench. I think, but. Honestly, I I tweeted this and I was like, I I don't think any other sixth man has had a bigger contribution to their team than Ben Matherin. Honestly, (laughs) like if I I I wouldn't vote for Westbrook
1: for sixth man, and I I know that the argument is you know the counting stats are good. Westbrook, if you watch him play, is really bad, but nobody cares. Like there, everyone's trying to convince themselves that he's good. Westbrook isn't good. Just because he is a high usage guy off the bench and puts up numbers doesn't mean he's actually like a good basketball player. I, I don't think that Westbrook is good at all because you can't use him late in games. Like Westbrook is horrible late in games. You can't use him. You want him nowhere near the floor with the game on the line, but he's minus 150 to win sixth man. I, I, don't, I don't really get West it.
0: What's Mathern's eye? Like six to one?
1: I think so. I'm pretty sure Brogdon might be ahead of him slightly, but. I don't know. Westbrook's I I favorite to win these. the award. I Under no circumstance would I vote for Westbrook to win six Man of the year. I, I don't think he's been good at all. But, you know, that's the difference between people that kind of watch it and look for the stuff that's not seen on the box score compared to the people that look for counting stats. And Westbrook's a counting stats guy that I don't think is at all, and I wouldn't want him on my team, if I'm being honest. But is that harsh, uh, or do you agree with me on that?
0: Is this 26-1 to one legit? It might be. But Norman Powell above him, Tyrese Maxey above Okay, Maxey. I kinda, Maxey is 10-1. I like Maxey and Matherin way more than Brockton. I mean, well, yeah, definitely more than Brockton, but way more than Rushbrook.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. And, and Maxey, I think, is going to be in the serious running because of how good he's been off the bench. So And the fact
0: that he's going he's gonna to make that ground up. By Most importantly, the his team's good. Yeah, Matt. I would put Betson on Maxi and Matherin. I forgot about Maxi and how he is playing now, but by the end of the year, he's going to be in conversation for sure. It All right, good. I'm sorry.
1: I'm going with Milwaukee in this game. It for me, it seems like a perfect s- storm where everyone was kind of annoyed at how Jokic didn't play against Milwaukee and how they ended up winning the game anyway. <laughs> and now Giannis has a matchup against Indiana where he's going to play, and you know Indiana can't stop him. I think Giannis goes off in this game. I think that he has a shot to go for 40, but I know Indiana can't guard him, and I know that without Halliburton, this team is just bad in general. Give me Milwaukee. I think they bury this team. I think they win this game by 10-plus. And we both think Milwaukee jumps him early. The question is, can Indiana get back on track and make this a game – I don't think they can. I think Milwaukee buries him.
0: Let's see here. Giannis actually has some duds against Milwaukee recently. Granted, a lot of these games, he's not playing a bunch of minutes. And he very well could not be playing a bunch of minutes tonight. But he really has some. Wait, who? Wait, is Giannis? I well, mean, he was Giannis?
1: injured. He was injured, and then he took some time off. No,
0: wait. Now a lot. Now, this is getting a little absurd.
1: Did nine points against Charlotte. Like he was really bad for a couple. Wait, games, but
0: wait, but no, but I off. get what you're saying. But twelve minutes, five points. Twenty-four minutes, eight points. Twenty-one minutes, five points. Twenty-one minutes, two points. Seventeen minutes, eleven points. Thirty-three minutes, six points. Thirty-five minutes, twelve points. Forty-three minutes, sixteen points. Twenty-nine minutes, nine. Like this is going back pretty far. Oh wait, this yeah. is all old Giannis. Where's the new Giannis? Oh, okay, that's why why is it why would it have it flip it never flips the stats all right it never flips the stats to like the newest game the oldest games at the top it's always newest games so now i have to go back okay now this makes more sense 50 26 30 40 21 29 18 26 29 33.
1: First two games back, back one, two, in general. Three,
0: four, five, six, seven, his first two eight, games five, back yeah, since five was game minutes.
1: absence had 33 and 14, 29 and 12. He seems to be back to normal. So.
0: I would play Giannis triple double tonight.
1: Well, he's going to get a bunch of rebounding chances because Portis is out indefinitely. So there's even more room for Giannis to just dominate on the glass.
0: Yeah. And I think that, like, when with the rotation and how the rotation is going, it's a lot of times that it'll be Giannis and Drew they'll probably they'll have Giannis and Drew and Chris on the court for a little bit but then Drew comes out Chris comes in and it's Giannis and Chris so like a lot of it's a lot of opportunity for Giannis to be handling the ball having to dip dip it off to his two great teammates to everybody else especially get some easy buckets with Brooke Lopez on the inside I like Giannis triple double tonight. I still haven't made my mind up about the spread I guess I'll go ahead and go Bucks minus eight and a half but I don't like giving the Pacers that many points at home against anybody.
1: I think our favorite spread's probably Bucks first quarter. Right? Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. Bucks first quarter is minus three. You don't even have to do the minus three. You can get I think I got a money line for a parlay earlier at like minus one eighty. Like
1: this game just screams, assuming it's somewhat close, thirty five and fifteen for Giannis. Like it, it just screams massive stat line. Yeah. Especially yeah. with Portis being out, that's a lot of rebounds up for. I,
0: I I would play his rebounds over his points just because he can get those rebounds in the first half, but he can have like twenty five points at halftime. They'd be blowing them out, and then he'd just be like, mm-hmm. "All right." Like, so I would I would play the rebounds over points, or I would play some combination of points and rebounds. But I'm kind of scared off Giannis just regular points prop, assuming he's at what thirty one and a half.
1: Yeah, 31-and-a-half, 30-and-a-half. I think he's just going to go off tonight.
0: All right. Total sitting at 239-and-a-half. 239,
1: 239 is kind of a bit wild, but it it comes down to if you think Indiana can do enough offensively because I'm assuming Milwaukee's going to score 120.
0: Hmm.
1: I feel like I'm leaning under in this game.
0: Why do I feel like – I feel myself leaning closer to Indiana. I don't know. I just hate giving it Indiana this many points.
1: I don't know how much their home stats matter because the, most of them are with Halliburton playing. So, they've just been a different team with him. Yeah, out but it's more
0: like – but the only difference I really see in Halliburton being there and not being there is if, do they close the game out well? Like, when they get to that fourth quarter, do they close it out and get a win, which they've been unable to do, but they've been able to keep – some of these games close without him. <laughs> uh,
1: I don't put any stock into the first meeting, by the way. Milwaukee won that game by 13. Uh, <clears throat> game landed 251. Giannis didn't play, and Portis did. So you can potentially toss it out. Maybe the game's slightly different there. Uh, Halliburton did miss that game, though. But but,
0: and, you put and the Pacers were up like 20.
1: They got outscored 39-21 to 21 in the fourth quarter.
0: Give the, story the, of the game, points. So. I'll take the Pacers and points. I will take the over as well.
1: But you're on the over. Okay, I'm going to lean to the under, but I don't feel great about it. Yeah. I'm hoping that with Giannis back in the lineup defensively, Milwaukee's going to look sharper.
0: Yeah. That's really my concern. Milwaukee's giving up a lot of points. Yeah. For the most part. All right. Yeah, I made my mind up there. I'm going Indiana. Okay, next game on the slate, we have the Memphis Grizzlies going to play the Minnesota Timberwolves. Memphis is laying three on the road. 238-and-a-half is the total injury report here for these two teams. And we have for the Grizzlies, Desmond Bain is questionable. John Conchar is out with that concussion. Steven Adams, IR. And for Minnesota, Rudy Gobert is questionable. Sorian Prince is out. Everything else pretty clean. I know where I'm going with this, but I'm curious to hear what you're doing and to see this if we're on the same side. This game screams
1: Minnesota, but I hate Minnesota. You know, like, this line is so short and Gobert might play, might not play. Bain is, you know, still one of the best players that Memphis has, and Adams being out really kills them on the glass.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Memphis has struggled lately. They've been in some close games. The Warriors game, you could argue they should have won, but it was definitely a close game. that could have gone either way. The, The markets want you to take Memphis because this line is so short and it looks so trappy, but I hate Minnesota so much. I think I'm going to lean Memphis. I don't feel great about it at all, but I'm going to lean Memphis.
0: You? Minnesota's the play.
1: Yeah, Minnesota's definitely Minnesota the play. Minnesota is the play. The line, but Minnesota I, I, is the play. I can't do
0: it. We'll take, take Minnesota into place. Minnesota's the play. So, <clears throat> I've been ready to come back on here and talk about this, especially after my picture-perfect handicap of memphis and golden state where memphis plus three cat uh, cash by one point and the total of 245 cash by one point as well picture perfect handicap there the thing about memphis and the thing about a lot of teams when they make this leap into becoming a great team you come from a good team to a great team is realizing that you are no longer the hunter Like, there is no more of you being the Hunter. Memphis, for a very long time, in their conception, have been the Hunter. They've been chasing uh, Spurs, most notably. They've been chasing the Lakers, been chasing the Nuggets in years past. Warriors, obviously. Now it's the Warriors. Now Warriors, yep, chasing the Warriors. They don't know what it's like for people to see Memphis on that calendar and circle that game and say, we're not losing that game. And I think that's where this uh, stretch of game. bad games is coming from for Memphis because they're now realizing that this isn't like last year where people – they're like, oh, Memphis is straight at the end of the year. They're and, being slept know, on. Yeah, they're being slept on. And Ja got Now, now two, everybody so knows.
1: Were, yeah. Ja got injured too. People were kind of ignoring Memphis and they won a and, bunch of games and, without Ja anyway. And
0: they kept wanting a bunch of games without Ja. So now you look and they – didn't have job with some guys in that lineup and got ran out the gym by 30 against Sacramento mm-hmm. lost to a B team in the Suns. lost to the Lakers where you had a lead, You blew it late. Like they are realizing what it takes to be the hunted. even Cleveland came into their building and gave them a game before they even started this road trip. They're realizing what it's like to be hunted. And I, I think that it's going to take a few L's. Like it's taking a few hours for them to wake up. And I think this is that last spot. Last road game before you go back home. You're ready to go. You're kind of pissed off at this road trip. You didn't win a single game thus far. You're thinking, everybody's thinking, they're going to get a win on the road trip eventually. And maybe they do. Maybe they do. But it's not going to come easy. I don't think it's going to come easy at all. I think that they are going to get everything from Minnesota, a team that they knocked out playoffs last year. I think they're going to get everything from Minnesota. And
1: Minnesota everything got eliminated by them in the playoffs, so there's still an extra chip there.
0: And if Rudy Gobert doesn't play, I love it even more.
1: That, but if he does play... Me. I, I think he's going to play.
0: I mean, if he does... it. I think that we he still has, have some possibilities. Matchup. Yeah, like he has a good matchup for himself, and there's a possibility that they get him out the game in the first two minutes. So <laughs> I'm not concerned about that either, honestly. Minnesota's the play. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give him the money line play, but Minnesota plus three, plus three and a half, whatever you can get, Minnesota's the play. I feel like Minnesota is definitely the play here.
1: I think we're on the same page because I I mentioned the line itself and how it's basically daring you to take Memphis. So I feel like Minnesota would be the play. On a, it. It. Yes. on a short NBA slate? On a short NBA slate, Memphis
0: is minus three on a short The line NBA definitely slate.
1: suggests to take, to, to, that you should based on, you know, thinking what the odds makers were thinking of pl- uh, pricing this line. Minnesota is probably the play. I just can't do it because I think Gobert is going to be in the
0: lineup. Everybody. Like, this is.
1: I'm not betting it. I'm not betting this game. I'm just saying if you think Memphis is free money, you're out of your mind.
0: Yeah. In games where in games this season where teams are on the road, two road losses, giving up 120 points, and they come back as a favorite, one in five on the season, ATS one in five. All right, yeah, I feel I feel good about Minnesota. I think this is this is definitely a get right game for Minnesota. Two thirty eight and a half, and it is low key. It is a game to show off Rudy Gobert. Like that's really the big difference in this team from last year to this year. so
1: Yeah, he's got Brandon Clark now instead of Steven Adams. That's a bit easier for Gobert on the glass. Yeah. And Bay might not play, and that's a big deal.
0: 2.38 and a half. I, I was going to go under. I was going to go under, but everybody's betting the under and the total came up a point. That's enough to scare me off of it.
1: It makes sense. I think I have to still love the under, though. Each of the two meetings had... Uh, less than 218 points. So based on the two games in the head-to-head, uh, I have to go with the under here. Plus, Memphis had that crazy game against Golden State where you had, what was it, 80 free throws combined, like 70-something free throws combined. It was really just uh-huh. disgusting. But you're looking at Minnesota, and they've allowed less than 105 in two of the last three games. I will admit it was against Houston and New Orleans, so I don't know if that means much. But uh-huh. defensively, they've been better lately. It's mostly just based on how the first two games of the regular season went. I think this is going to be a lower-scoring game. And if Gobert's back in the lineup, we know he's a great under player because he plays somewhat good defense, but he can't score to save his life. So I'm on the under. I think this number seems a little bit high.
0: No, I'm on over. Okay. I'm on over. I can't, I can't. I was gonna I was fully prepared to go on under, but that one that a full point in opposite direction is kinda insane. Oh
1: no, these teams hate each other. Bain might not play, which means you might get more shots for Dylan Brooks. I'll take my chances on the under.
0: Yeah. Definitely concerned with Dylan Brooks taking 30 shots for sure. Yeah.
1: All right.
0: I still like Jaw this game, though.
1: Yeah. I, I think Ja's in line for a good game no matter what, but I wonder how efficient he's going to be.
0: I can see myself having a. Well, you're
1: motivated anyway to take job because he wasn't a starter.
0: Oh yeah, hundred percent, a hundred percent. So, I see myself having like a Shaw, Anthony Edwards, kind of thirty thirty plus points parlay. Maybe throw in Minnesota in the points in there.
1: Well, how high would you go for Ja? Would you go for 35? Would you go for assists? What exactly would you go for for Ja?
0: Oh, I'm definitely t- – I'm scoring all the way. Okay.
1: I think 35 is like plus 275, I think.
0: Yeah, I'm scoring all the way. I think that he'd definitely have a great game scoring basketball, especially like Rudy Gobert, great interior defender, all that. Ja cooks him still. Yeah. like I'm not. I'm not concerned about Rudy Gobert, the paint, so – and if he's not there, then it's going to open up even more. That's really where I just, I just think that the offenses are going to be too good. All right. Let's get him slate. Orlando Magic traveling a long distance, but not a long distance. To Miami. Play the Miami Heat. And if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Minus eight for the Heat at home. Two nineteen and a half is the total. Jonathan Isaac is out. And Jimmy Butler is in. Jimmy Butler, you could throw in there. I mean, I wouldn't call him a snub, but I'm sure he feels like he's a snub. Bam Adebayo probably is a snub. I wouldn't say he's a snub as he should be a starter, but he's probably not going to make the All-Star game, and he probably should.
1: I think he's going to make the All-Star game.
0: Should he got he's fit. You know, he's fifth in player and media votes. He's 11, 21.6 and and
1: 10.2. Like, I know 11th in
0: fan voting. I mean, 11th in fan voting. It's like everybody listens to this podcast and then just he keeps selling these parlays,
1: and people just went against him. But he should be an all star. He only
0: phenomenal. sells when I bet him. Like that's yeah. what I'm saying. I've been doing everybody a favor. Actually, Bam should really cut me off, of, break me off a little bit from this season because he's having a great year because I stopped betting him.
1: And he's actually played a decent amount of games while the rest of his teammates have missed a lot of games. So yeah, yeah, uh, he should. He's going to be an all star in my opinion. The stats. Well, maybe this
0: did. is a Bam. This might be a Bam. Uh, quote unquote all star snub type of game i don't know either way the heater favorites they're not getting me at that all right jim butler's in uh caleb martin's probable max juice is probable hayward heisman's probable yeah they're just doing that to piss people off miami's laying eight at home there's no way it's no way
1: i'm taking orlando
0: there's no way i'm laying eight in miami home absolutely no way
1: i know uh, Miami had a nice win against Boston. Boston benched a decent amount of its players and Miami ended up benching Jimmy Butler in response, but they came from behind and won. Played New Orleans, New Orleans. They still score. didn't cover that spread, by the way, just uh, so you know, they, they did that not
0: cover that spread. That spread was minus four. I forgot
1: what was hero went, four. For that, went for in that game, like four for 18. It was something disgusting by hero, but New Orleans has been terrible since they can't score. That game was still close. They trailed by a bunch at half. They came back and won the game. Got killed by Dallas on the road. Uh, killed New Orleans uh, uh, on the road before that, but lost to Atlanta as well. This team is still not playing a basketball. They've been better. Mm-hmm. They've won some games. They don't win by margin. And Orlando's won three of four. Uh, I'm going to lean to Orlando. I think eight's way too many to life with this Miami team. I'll go with Orlando. Uh,
0: let's see here. Miami did not cover the last meeting in Miami where they were eleven point favorites. They won by ten. Orlando's won the last meeting in April of last year. I mean, it's really nothing else to say. Yep. And Orlando's twenty five fifteen one won is under it all. So next game on the slip. No, two twenty two nineteen and a half. Yeah, it's at two nineteen and a half. It's come up two points.
1: I was going to lean under, but you said it went up a couple points.
0: I mean, I, mean I just think Orlando is still bad defensively. Like, that doesn't change the fact. It's just that Miami's going to sell when they're a favorite at home, so they're probably going to give up a bunch of points.
1: The concern is Miami scored less than 101 points in each of the last three
0: games. So Orlando by 11 plus is what you're telling me.
1: I'm. I'm not. I'm just saying. You know, the if, odds, if Miami's you know,
0: if the totals at two nineteen and a half and Miami's struggling to get to a hundred and the totals going up, you're telling me that Orlando's about to run out the gym with this win, or
1: Orlando's <laughs> defense is that bad that trends go out the window and Miami's going to wake up. But I think this game's going to be a nail biter. I'm gonna. Uh, the line movement towards the over makes me lean to the over. But I'm not sure how the points are going to get there. But I'm going to lean over anyway.
0: Magic team total over? Could you buy that?
1: Yes, that I can buy.
0: And we have a team total prop for the Orlando Magic at 105
1: and a half. Oh, uh, just looking at Miami. Uh, looking at Orlando's games here, they've gone over the, that number regularly. Now I know Miami's still a slower paced team, and they play mm-hmm. decent defense. But to read off the numbers for Orlando, you said 105 and a half. Yep. Okay, so going through the last couple of games, 126, 113, 118, 123, 116, 108, uh, 109, 111, 115, 115, 126. So they've gone over in four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10. They've gone over in 11 straight games. Magic
0: 11 plus 13-1. Okay. 13-1 for the Magic to win by 11 or more.
1: And what's what's Orlando uh one to ten?
0: Was it like five 10? something? Oh shit, hold on. Coming back to it. One to ten is three seventy. Three seven.
1: Okay. I'm gonna go with really- I'm gonna go with Orlando uh one to ten. I I think this game's gonna be close, but I think they win this game by like three. This has one possession heartbreak for Miami written all over
0: in my opinion. Yeah. I'm glad we're both on the same page about that one. All right. Orlando plus eight. Orlando sprinkle on the money line plus 260. We both like that play. Scott didn't make a decision on the total. I'm going over. I'm going to lean
1: over just based on how the lines moved. All but right. I do like Orlando team total over at 105 and a half.
0: Franz Wagner. Back on Friends Wagner. That's my guy. Yeah. He, he scores, man. He scores. All right. Where we at? Next game on the slate, we have the Cleveland Cavaliers on a back to back going to play the Oklahoma City Thunder. Thunder are now minus one favorites. They opened up as Cleveland minus one. is now shifted over to Thunder minus one. Looks like all the money thus far is on OKC. 72% of the bets, 90% of the money. 222.5 is the total.
1: I'm assuming we, we, we think Mitchell's going to sit this game.
0: Yeah. Uh, Scott. Not Scott, freaking Sean. It's just two S's really threw me off. Uh, Sean hit me up and asked me if he th- if I thought Mitchell was going was gonna to sit or going to start. I said it was 50-50, but I really think that – I was mean yesterday or today? to Today, if he's okay. going to sit or start today. And I was like, it's really 50-50. I think it's a good chance that he actually does play because he sat the other game. but
1: It didn't look great against the Knicks with that injury at the end of the game.
0: Yeah. I, thought he, I thought he
1: missed a couple games.
0: Yeah, so he, he could be down for another game here, but you have uh Kevin Love, Ricky Rubio, all the other Ricky Rubio is probably not gonna play. But Kevin Love may or may not play. We'll see about that. For OKC, Lou Dort is out. That's pretty big. That's pretty big, actually. Uh Lou Dort is out. That's yeah, that's really it. But that's pretty big still. OKC's a a favorite. They might be actually this one.
1: (laughs) I was going to say OKC's a favorite technically. So I don't know how you want to go about this because they're not favored by enough, but it still counts. I know.
0: I know. I I really felt good when OKC was plus one last night. But I don't know, man. I feel like SGA dropping. Somewhere between thirty and forty points makes me want to lean towards OKC because I'm fairly confident SGA is going to come in here and drop somewhere between thirty and forty points.
1: I'm going to lean OKC. Do you think Garland plays? He had his birthday yeah. game yesterday. They won yeah. in low fashion though, so they didn't really need to play guys a bunch of minutes. But I think I think
0: Cleveland still plays their guys. I just it's the guys that have injuries that may end up sitting. I'm. I'm on OKC, man. I'm going to win OKC, too. Uh, maybe we're just Sharps. But, Could be. Uh, and I, I think that it's going to be a lot of scoring. Like I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's going to be a lot of scoring in this one because – if I'm I'm just saying that I think that SGA is going to find a way around Mobley and Allen, like he's going to find a way around them and get be able to still get to the basket. They've actually done pretty good shooting the ball now. outside. I wonder what their numbers shooting the outside recently. I feel like every time I'm watching their games, they're hitting a bunch of threes and I'm like, I
1: think oh. you can be able to tell what the totals uh, if it's going to go over or under in the first three minutes of the game, because if Shea's yeah. going to go off, he's going to need a bunch of free throws.
0: I would take Shea's first quarter points. Shea'd be dropping like 10 points in the first quarter.
1: I would take free throws if they offered it, but yes. Uh, he's been a good first quarter score. There's some I,
0: sites that might have that.
1: Some might. I I, use, I haven't seen one of those in a while, uh, mostly for the playoffs with free throws, but that was offshore long ago. That was back when like five dimes was legal in America, and I used to bet that <laughs> in like high school and stuff. They used to have free throws in like playoff games, I still remember, but I haven't seen that prop since. So... I think you'll be able to tell how that game's going to go uh, for totals based on the first couple of minutes because if Allen and Mobley are patrolling the paint and you see Shea still potentially go for 30 and change, that means he's going to the line 15 times. So I knew OKC okay, so
0: was shooting a three well recently. They're 39%. That's pretty solid.
1: Yeah, that is good.
0: It's pretty solid. Let's see here. Uh, and I'm, if I'm, yeah. Cavs are always bad against the three, giving up 37%. That's like towards the bottom of the league. And that's probably, let me figure, somebody's three point prop is going to be live. I just need to figure out who it is. It's probably like Kenrich Williams or something like that. Somebody weird is going to have a lot of threes. Let me see here. I
1: don't know about a lot of threes. I thought about maybe Giddy because Giddy's been shooting the ball better lately, but I wasn't sure if the volume would be there for Giddy or not.
0: Man, if Giddy gives you anything, you are sitting great. They don't even have his three. You got a two. Two is plus
1: 230.
0: Okay. Yo, I'm like. I've
1: seen him shoot it better lately.
0: He has. He's been really good from shooting the ball this year. At least really good compared to what he was doing last year. (laughs) Let's see here. Hold on, because now I'm stuck on this. No, that's not the player I'm looking for. Uh let's see here. Josh Kitty last few games. La wow, he had four in a row. Yeah, he yep. had four four games in a row. I watched him against the Nets. Year.
1: He he made a couple of threes in that game.
0: Uh let's see here. So he hasn't had he hasn't hit two since the eighth. But on the eighth, on the sixth, on the fourth, and on the third, he had two, 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 and three. So come back down to earth. Still potential. And it's a really good matchup. He might, he might, as long as he get, takes the volume. If he takes the volume, I'm trying to think shots, of who
1: else is going to get the shots, like Aaron Wiggins, because you're missing Dort. That's another couple shots that are up for grabs.
0: Uh freaking um. Unless you want to go with one of the Jalen Williamses, That's what I'm trying to figure out. I think it's one of the Williams. They have four like four players with Williams on their name. Mm. Uh, let me see here. What's the Jalen Williams that I really like? What's his splits? Shooting a three. He is uh, He's only 29%. Yeah. But he has a higher split on the road. I always thought that was weird when people are better on the road. Shooting them all. All right. I don't know. Give me some time. Give me the rest of the day to figure it out. I'm getting, I'm getting behind somebody's threes for OKC. It's probably going to be giddy, but I'm trying to be a little obscure and find some other value. But Trey Mann doesn't shoot the three like that, so I don't want to do him.
1: I am going to go with the over in this game, though. I know that Cleveland's pretty good defensively, but maybe I'm just so distracted by what happened last game from OKC. 137-132. Like, this team is punted defense. I think I'm on
0: the over. Yeah. And it's a non conference, uh non conference game. So it's just that the Cavaliers are just a dead under team that they don't care if it's conference or non conference, they go under. But I think this is a good spot in the back to bat to catch them in the over.
1: If Garland right. plays, I think Garland has a massive game.
0: Yeah. Garland, another guy, you can, you know, have that conversation. I wouldn't say he was snubbed, but you can have that conversation that he is playing with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder today, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, last game on the slate. We have the Toronto Raptors going to play the Golden State Warriors in a rematch of the 2019 NBA Finals. Kawhi Seems not in attendance for this game. You said what?
1: Kawhi is not in attendance for this game.
0: Kawhi is not in attendance in this game. However, who will be in attendance is uh, Delano Banton, who's questionable with the hip injury. And you have Andrew Wiggins, who's questionable with the illness. However, you will not see Andre Godala, because he's out.
1: This one looks trappy, doesn't
0: it? I'm on Toronto. This
1: one I'm looks on very, very trappy. I'm happy you said it.
0: Yeah, I'm I think I'm, also,
1: I think I'm also taking Toronto. But I, the I
0: War- just think that, I think that that Warriors-Memphis game took a lot out of everybody, and this is a complete letdown spot for both teams involved.
1: So you kind of hit my main point as well, which is why I was leading to Toronto. I faded the Nets yesterday. Now it was a back-to-back with travel, but my main logic was they lost an emotional game to Philly. There was a lot on the line based on the technicals and how much they hate each other. And I thought the Nets would just no show the game. I thought that emotionally they were spent and they came out like an emotionally spent team and they lost pretty comfortably to Detroit. It's not the same situation but we know Golden State's constantly talking about Memphis because Memphis views themselves. For
0: being, somebody who keeps saying that it's not a rivalry, they definitely have Memphis name in their mouth a lot. I'm just saying. Rec- yeah, I'm for just re- saying like everybody says it's not a rivalry, but Golden State is constantly talking about Memphis.
1: For the record, I don't think it is a rivalry because one team always wins. But those teams hate each other. Golden State cares the most about beating the, <laughs> about beating Memphis is, on, it, the, on the schedule. It's.
0: It's a rivalry in the sense of it's not like Naruto and Sasuke, where you have two people on equal footing that are fighting and they want to be better than the other. This is the rivalry of Little Brother finally trying to beat Little Brother, the son finally trying to beat dad in one-on-one dad and the son been playing one-on-one all this time. And dad has never taken it easy on him. Now dad's getting a little bit older. Now dad is, you know, he still has the wise, the wisdom. And so he's able to win a few games, but he realized that his athleticism is not keeping up with his son. Cause his son is entering his prime. And one day the son is going to beat him and never look back. And that is the issue with Memphis. They haven't gotten to the point where they can beat them and never look back.
1: But the point that we're trying to make here is that Golden State cares a lot about beating Memphis, whether they claim to or not. They clearly care. And they won the game. It was an emotional game. Curry got ejected because Poole took one of the dumbest shots you can possibly take in that situation. And they won the game anyway. I'm going to lean Toronto. They had a nice win against Sacramento. Toronto's a team that I've hated all year because we thought they'd be good and they haven't been good. But they're playing better lately. It's mostly the emotional angle there. I think Golden State spent a lot of it, and I think when we're talking about games that are circled on the calendar, Golden Mm -hmm. State can pretend and act cool all they want. They 100% Mm -hmm. had that game circled in their calendar for about a month. Yeah, Especially after the Christmas game. That was 100% circled, and they had to make sure they maintained their dominance over Memphis. I would not be surprised if Golden State came out flat.
0: Golden State has actually not covered their last six home games. I think this is. So, I mean, everybody, and yes, on paper, they have a really, really good home record. But they have, yeah, they have not covered their last six. They didn't cover against Memphis. And with the three-point spread, they they lost outright to Brooklyn. They lost outright to Phoenix, lost outright to Orlando, and lost outright to Detroit.
1: Yeah, and it was a little bit different with those games because Golden State was still – missing basically all of their wings. And I'm not sure how many, how many of the staff of wasn't those games playing in a few games. In, yeah. Yeah, no, so so. It's a bit different, but they haven't been as good at home as they have been in uh, years past. By the way, in Insano, to uh, give a, a comparison you might uh, feel better about, I don't think it's a rivalry for me personally because it kind of screams to me 90s Bulls versus 90s Knicks. I'm not trying to, like, you know, poke jabs at you, but you can claim it's a rivalry, but when one team always wins, I don't think it's a rivalry. I just, don't I think just it is. That's kind of how I, I look
0: at it. Do you think they always win? I don't think they always win. I think that this is now they've won the one playoff series that they played against each other. I don't think if if they were to go play another playoff series and Golden State were to win that playoff series, then I'd be like, oh, okay. But, like, I don't think it's a situation where everybody says they all – clearly they don't always win because Memphis – Okay, so if, if you want spread.
1: to group it with another rivalry or whatever you want to call it in today's NBA, it's the Mavericks against the Suns. I think it's the exact
0: same situation. Doesn't matter who's But the starting. Mavericks just beat the Suns in a series.
1: No, that that that's my point. I'm saying the Mavericks in this case would be Golden State and Memphis oh. would be the Suns. Because they just can't beat this team. Or at least they just, going into a game, yeah. you assume something's going to go wrong.
0: I just think that Memphis isn't getting enough credit for having one of the best records in the league. And, you know... Everybody's saying that, oh, they like, nobody can beat the Warriors. Nobody can consistently beat the Warriors. <laughs> so I don't know why everybody – so the Warriors don't have any rivals in the NBA at all. I think the nobody main point, can beat though, them consistently.
1: Though, is that gold, the, the main point is Memphis talks a bunch of shit and they constantly lose to the same team. That That's yeah. the point. That, that's I, And that's why I compare them to the Suns. They constantly talk trash. You know, They think that they're the best team in the league because they talk with the with Nego about them. Because they and have like one of the best records in the
0: league. All. I would think I was one of the best in if I had one of the best records yeah
1: in the Yeah, I, I get it. But the point is they talk a lot of crap. They haven't won anything, and Golden State owns them. I, I think yeah. it's kind of a similar comparison to Phoenix constantly trash-talking. We saw Mikel Bridges trash-talking Dallas yesterday, and they can't win. Luka plays three minutes. They still can't beat this team. I, I feel like it's the same situation with Memphis. That's my comparison. I'll compare Golden State and Memphis to Dallas and Phoenix. That's my comparison.
0: You really don't know who Naruto and Sasuke are?
1: I do, and Sano doesn't.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, come on. I I felt like that was a really good comparison. You know, I came back and said dad beating the son and little brother, big brother – I, I was going
1: to segue over to another anime and just say that I think Golden State has a higher power level, but we can go that way if you want to. Oh my whatever. gosh! Okay. You do that too if you want, but you know. <laughs> Does
0: DBZ even count as anime for real?
1: Ah, uh, depends on which dub you listen to, I guess. But you
0: know. <laughs> just saying. All right. Uh- I just want people everybody to know that Memphis is I was looking at this bet earlier today trying to figure out how much I was putting on it. Memphis is like sixteen to one to have the best record in the NBA by the time years over. Feel like that's a pretty decent bet. All right. It
1: feels like every team in the league is so streaky. They have good weeks and bad weeks, and it just kind of alternates.
0: I don't think this is one sided. Four two, four two losing Ja in game four. Five, something like that. Yeah,
1: they also had a 50-point lead in one of those games without Ja.
0: But yeah, like I, I, I think, I think this is closer than people want to admit. But it's just that they haven't won a championship. They haven't beaten them in a playoff series. So I, I think
1: guess. the reason why you call it a rivalry, despite it being one-sided, is the fact that Golden State, despite pretending they not care. To care, they care, they as, care much, so as much, just as much. <laughs>
0: like they that's that's so really much. what it is. I'm sorry. I know but we're talking about Golden State and the Raptors, but I'm sorry. If you care, it's a rivalry, and they clearly care. Like that is somebody who is clearly bothered and they want to make sure they beat that team. They're every like the worst about it
1: though them. where they pretend that they're better than the rivalry or whatever but they clearly have Memphis on their mind all yes, the time. Yes and they know they like they, they, don't.
0: they sit there they but, know like hey like it's kind of like when Jordan was coming up and it was still Magic and Bird and Magic versus Bird but Jordan was coming up and Magic and Bird are looking at each other like he's a problem <laughs> he's a problem like they are very much paying attention to Memphis. That's the only thing I'm trying to make like I get if I get you can talk about it's not a rivalry. What's a rivalry where people really don't talk about it at all? Like matter of fact, let's go. No, I can't really say NC State in North Carolina, but just throw NC State in there. And NC State tries to have a rivalry with Duke and Carolina. Everybody knows it's Duke and Carolina than everybody else. Like it's not like that. Like no, they're actually really really paying attention to the Grizzlies. Uh, let they,
1: they would care more about the Lakers and LeBron, but they suck. So they have to. be yeah. So like with rival? So yeah. yeah like yeah. Yeah. yeah, you
0: care about the rival that actually beats you and the rival that actually makes the games competitive. But I'm, I'm I mean, we we're able to we're able to segue for so long because we're yeah. both lock and step. We're both on Toronto in this game.
1: I'm gonna lean Toronto. I think emotionally, it's a very good letdown spot for Golden State.
0: Total sitting at. Munhoff is showing off that the Grizzlies are five, 15 and 14 against the West and 16 and 3 against the East.
1: Memphis uh, when, is going to sign a, a petition where they can play the NBA Finals first because they would play the East team <laughs> and then work backwards. So we'll see what happens, you know? But Yeah,
0: but when we get to playoff time, Munhoff's going to take Memphis in the first round against anybody they play. And he's probably going to end up taking Memphis in the second round. And then I'm going to say, oh, now you're on them? Like, now you want to talk about it? But yeah, everybody stop at like Memphis isn't good. You guys know Memphis is good. Okay, 30, two thirty-five is the total. It's come up a lot. It opened up at two twenty-nine and a half. It's now sitting at two thirty-five. I don't
1: know under, what that will happen in that Kings game.
0: How do you under, only give up ninety-five
1: points to the Kings? Under. I'm on the under two, but how do you how do you <laughs> give up ninety-five points to the Kings? Like
0: how, how did that happen? Under it is an under game. <laughs> I'm on the under. I'm on the under too. But and Golden state I'm, plays better defensively at home. I'm hoping Toronto
1: figured something out defensively in that Sacramento game because I don't. I do not know how they only gave up ninety five points. I do not know how it's that happened. Because
0: the boys is in lock step right now. They uh, oh, and Toronto's gonna be such a great fade next week. We just caught Toronto in a good Toronto week. They're gonna be such a good fade next week. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm on Toronto.
1: Are you on I Ananobi so. props because he's linked to every single team at this point in the trade reports? Is he boosting uh-huh. his stock at all, or you don't buy into uh, that?
0: I mean, I don't know. When I tried to buy into it, and he had the great matchup, he had the stats, everything, back it up. He did nothing, so for I don't record, know if I'm i still love, kind of I, I love
1: Ananobi. That. Under no circumstance am I trading <laughs> three first-round picks for Ananobi. If you consider doing that, you're out of your mind. But I think he's a very good player.
0: I think – I think teams don't value the draft anymore in the NBA.
1: It makes sense because all the guys that are drafted like, basically 18. And but you know, you know teams grow. have
0: always said fuck them picks in the NBA. Like it's not like the NFL. Teams have always said fuck them picks in the NBA. But it's like they're fine trading one pick for a player. Like you get a I remember we traded Marcus Morris to the Clippers for a first round pick. So teams have always said, fuck those picks. But now they're saying to the point of, here, just take multiple years' picks. So when they said three picks were Ananobi, I was like, well, Rudy Gobert got five.
1: I I personally think Gobert is such a bad deal that teams are going to ignore it. I think you got to
0: disregard it. But they I mean, also of still he got, got five. They didn't still get five for it the comparison. Would be like Dejounte
1: Murray, who went for like three or four picks. I forgot what. Yeah, DeJonte see, went like for. That, that would like, be the comparison. But. And
0: that's where I think it like Ananobi's that good of a player. Like he's, no, it's, he's that, it's the health very, issues very for Ananobi, which
1: I think would take off a pick or two. He has a hard time staying healthy. I, I think that's the problem with Ananobi for several picks.
0: Pascal Siakam has a day day.
1: I he has done well against Golden State in his career, so I think he's in a good spot here. He really I don't know, I don't know I who else's day it's supposed to be. You want to back Van Vliet? Because I never trust Van Vliet. Uh,
0: he was just linked to some trade talks with the Lakers. I think they should trade Conveniently. Him, but... While conveniently in California, so he very well could, be, could have The
1: Lakers day. link everybody because they're so desperate for actual talent on that team. <laughs> they, they link everybody to the Lakers. But... <laughs>
0: Let's see here: Pascal Siakam versus the Warriors game log, and we have twenty-seven and five and 21 twenty-one six and 36 thirty-six seven and five, 25, 11 and three.
1: That doesn't include the finals either. And Siakam was really good in that series.
0: While yeah, back, that does not. Yeah, that does not. That that took me all the way to twenty twenty-one. Uh, yep. Let's see if I can pull up that finals game log real quick. Just I think Siakam nostalgia. is a very good game though. NBA Finals, Siakam went 26 and 10, 12 and 4, 19 and 6, ni- 18, 9 and 6. Ooh, that was a good one. And you got to remember 32. Was like a, he had a was like 32 a and 8 game. On that team. Yeah. 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 He had a 32 and 8 game. Yeah. He was definitely the uh, the third option. He was the third option. Not in that series, but like overall in the team, it was. Because uh, you knew Kawhi was the number one option. Yeah. It was Kawhi. And then I really want to say it was Van Fleet more than Lowry at that point. I think it no, it had to have been a
1: lower because Van VanVleet came off the bench in that series. Was- I feel
0: like that's the series that he got that payday. Did he get paid off of that series? That was the series where he he was useless. Because he, he was
1: boxing and he one. A they kid. was doing
0: boxing one with Steph. They he was, was doing useless, one then he had a
1: kid, and then he shot the ball like 60% from three after he had a kid. It was that playoff run, but VanVleet was technically a bench player
0: at that point. All right, Monoff said Siakam over one and a half threes. He's hit two and four straight career games against the Warriors. Monoff, save it for the prop
1: cast. What are you
0: doing? Uh, you, You got
1: your own podcast for that. Save it for the prop cast. Come on.
0: Plus 130. He's hit three threes and three straight. All right, Ananobi. This Ananobi threes watch. Watch, okay. just watch. That that's such great intel. That is such great intel by Moonoff. Moonoff is the guy. That is great intel. I'm probably going to end up playing that play. Watch Anobi come out here thinking he's fucking Steph. All right. Did we talk about total?
1: Yeah, we said the under. Okay, great. We finished all the game breakdowns. We just have
0: to do lock dog. and dog time. Yeah, I was trying to figure out what my lock was going to be. Uh,
1: you want me to go first or you want to go first yeah you go first Really, I was like half joking. Like I, I no, know that you no, are always the one who goes no, first. I, yeah, I just gonna, had to tease you. It's, at this of, point it's for, gonna
0: please. mess up. The, no, I'm kind of forgetting who I'm talking to, and that's why I said it. But because normally when I talk to Delonte and off, they have to go first, or we don't have a good day. But well, when me, and I, I was half together,
1: teasing you because for us, we've had you go first for the last. Yeah,
0: because yeah, and we're not gonna we're not gonna mess up the mojo because we're doing really good with these, by the way. Like we're doing really good with these. I don't know what we are, but it's pretty good. Okay, for lock. I Milwaukee minus saying- three in the first quarter. <laughs> yeah, okay, <All> right. <laughs> Milwaukee minus three in the first quarter. Sorry, I cannot get away from that right now. We actually might have the exact tires, same slate. Because I'm going Milwaukee and I'm going Orlando, plus 260.
1: Okay. For my lock, I initially was not going to have Milwaukee, but I am kind of contemplating if I want to switch things up because I really do like Milwaukee first quarter. The problem mm-hmm. is finding a plus money play for it. So, you know what? We're going to double lock the first quarter for Milwaukee. Uh, what was the best line you found? You find fly three, three, three and a half?
0: Yeah, okay. minus three.
1: So I'll take the three for the uh, first quarter for Milwaukee. I'm going to quickly look for an alternative team total because I want that Orlando team total over. Uh, I want to see what I can get there. So we're going to overlap a lot. You over Orlando money line, but I want that team total because the lines come up on the over. Orlando has been good offensively. They've gone over this number in 11 straight, I believe I said before. And it was 105 and a half. So if I could find a 106 and a half at even money or a 107 and a half, I'm definitely going to give that a look. Uh, let me just see quickly what
0: I can get there. Um, I wish I had my charger. My phone was about to die. Oh. Uh, no. No, because I was going to make a parlay, a crazy parlay. How crazy are we talking about? Uh, orlando to win by 11 plus that 13 to 1 and sga for 40 damn it
1: i'm trying to find these all totals and one book doesn't have it that usually has it that sucks okay um
0: i'm gonna pull it up but point is orlando munoff is giving lock and dog like we care do do we care Moonoff? are you on this episode no, That's crazy, because I, I don't remember asking. Do <laughs> you remember asking? Hey, I swear <laughs> I didn't ask. <laughs> but, okay, I guess no. we'll give it out since he put it in the chat. And for the people that are not listening on or watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash NBA Gambling Podcast, if you're not, if you're not watching there. Munov said his lock is Milwaukee. Team total over 30 and a half. And his dog is Siakam over one and a half threes, plus
1: 130. Yeah, Uh Damn, that's crazy. Anyway, uh, for the team total <laughs> over, I'm going to go with the Orlando team total over 106 and a half at even money. I, th- I finally uh-huh. found it. Uh, 106 and a half at even money is good for me. It's mostly based on the line moving for this game. You'd assume Orlando, Miami at home, um, under. And yet the total's gone up two points. Orlando's been good offensively. I like the value there for Orlando team total over. So I'll take that.
0: Yeah. All right. Like it. Love it. Uh, anything else for people before we get up out of here?
1: Uh no. Uh, so once again, just we're, we're gonna have the same two games. You have Milwaukee. We both have Milwaukee. First well, quarter. all three of us yep. wait in that Milwaukee first quarter. Yeah, not <laughs> and- pivoted and went for the first quarter team total, but we all got Milwaukee first quarter. Then you have Orlando money line. I have Orlando team total over.
0: Yep, and Munaf has uh, Siakam over one and a half threes plus one thirty, and. I'm serious. Sprinkle a little bit on that 11 plus part. Like I can see Milwaukee, not Milwaukee, Miami just having a complete dud at home, not caring. And Orlando, because they don't have much to care about, has all the care in the world, all the care in the world. So
1: and your motivation games today are Shea and Shea is ja. number one. One hundred percent. Shea's over Jaw. or you got Jaw over Shea.
0: Shea over Jaw for sure. Okay. Right. Yeah, I, I'm I'm on, I'm locked all the way in on Shea today, but Jaw is a close second. And uh, Cameron's system
1: play today is a uh, Sasuke minus one and a half against Naruto. So that's a system
0: play. <laughs> Give me the dog, Naruto. Cameron. Is that a first half say-
1: play or is that a full game play? Is your system's kind of
0: a. First oh, I'd say Sasuke in the first half. Naruto sucks in the first half, but he always finishes strong. Always he's uh, finishes He's
1: surrounded strong. by plot armor. That's pretty tough to beat, you know?
0: All right. If you're not subscribed to YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, do all of that. YouTube.com slash podcast. Make sure you give us a review wherever you listen to your podcasting app on Spotify, on Apple, wherever. Leave us a review. I don't have anything else to say. I don't have anything else to do. Giving you your time back. We found a way to talk for this long with five games on the slate. We have that special ability to do that. Yeah. So, hope everybody enjoyed it. We are out of here.